0: Hi everyone, this is Julia from Points of View. I'm very excited to be introducing you to my guest today, who is Mr. Ricky Helt. He is a yoga therapist, a Thai body work instructor, a Tai Chi instructor, meditation teacher, Reiki master, and he has 500 hours of experienced yoga instructing for people to new who are new to yoga, advanced, or needing adaptive yoga classes. He focuses on healing the body, mind, and spirit, he leads workshops, classes, private appointments, and online classes. He has been teaching and practicing healing arts for more than 25 years. Everybody, I'd like to introduce you to Mr. Ricky Helt. Hi, Ricky.
1: Hi, thank you so much for having me here today.
0: It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, when I was talking with Ricky, I've worked with Ricky with um, in a couple areas, and he does help Um, people with MS. And MS is one of these things that are very close to my heart. So I met Ricky working with folks with MS. And I've experienced him firsthand with some of his amazing healing work. So we had a conversation, right, Ricky? And you started to have this wonderful conversation about love and the healing power of love in the work you do. Can you share more about that?
1: Yeah, so I've been teaching yoga for people that have MS for 20, 25 years now, and um, shortly after I started, Mm -hmm. I had my first experience out in California on getting a Thai massage. And as soon as I received a Thai massage appointment, I was like, this is what I need to bring back to my people. And... I went to study Thai Massage which at that time was not so known actually in the Midwest where we're at um, and it only really came to the United States in the 1980s so it's relatively a new art form and it uh, was fantastic because it, is, it includes stretching Um, acupressure and traditional massage and people that have MS a lot of times have tight bodies and can't stretch themselves so it's a way for me as a yoga instructor to be able to assist their stretching give them massage and give them uh, acupressure point relief at the same time Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, and it's more accessible for people that um, that are living with MS or some other, um, different sort of ability, um, because it's fully clothed, it doesn't use oil, and people that have a disability, if they go to get a regular massage, they'll spend half their appointment getting undressed and getting back Mm -hmm. to redressed. Sure. So this means that if they come to me for an hour or 90-minute massage, they get the full treatment and the full plan. And it can be adapted whether it's done on the floor, a physical therapy bed, a hospital bed, or a wheelchair. And so for me, this was the right art form for people living with MS. So I originally thought that it was a spiritual experience that i'm helping people to get to Um, it's a meditative experience that i'm bringing them to and it's a place of healing where their body can rest and they can recover um, during that time and so pre-pandemic people would come to me for a massage or i would go to their house if they if it was easier for me to go to them i would go to them and still do and I would say a few words at the beginning and then it would be more of a silent experience more like time massage church where they were silenced they were in a meditative place I thought it was a beautiful thing and so what I thought I was bringing people to was a spiritual connection of relaxation and then when the pandemic occurred and everybody shut down and stopped going anywhere yeah i found that i really missed my clients i really missed my people that i would see on a regular basis and what i naturally found myself doing was when it was somebody's appointment or i would naturally just call them and just check in on them see how they're doing um, and I would do that whether it was a weekly or monthly and I didn't even realize at first that I was doing that I just like really missed my people okay. and then people started getting comfortable coming back for human connection and human touch and they missed it a lot and when they came back to getting their weekly or Bimonthly or monthly appointment suddenly it wasn't a silent experience people talked from the beginning of the massage to the end of the massage and they were so craving a human connection so i started realizing that that was okay first of all it, it took me a minute to go okay what is going on here why is that But I was maybe one of a small group of people that they let in their life. And they really needed to talk about what's going on and they wanted to know about what's going on with me too. And so suddenly it became more of a relationship and it became more of a social thing. And that hasn't changed. It's been years and it has not gone back to the silent spiritual experience. It is definitely more of a social experience of getting body work, which I think is really like wonderful. I think it's fantastic, but I've seen that shift. And so it's made me wonder, well, what is that about?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, what's going on here?
0: Yeah.
1: And I started realizing that the traditions of Thai massage are really not only spiritual but they're also deeply rooted in love mm-hmm. and so when you're doing body work or Thai massage you work an area of the body you're massaging it maybe you're working acupressure points maybe you're doing range of motion on that area but after you're done with that you kind of sweep that body part almost like you're petting A cat or a dog. Like you kind of sweep it and you just kind of like slide, you know, down the leg or slide down the arm with your hands. And when I learned Thai massage, um, they actually called that technique metta sweeps. Hmm. And metta is the word in Buddhism for love. And i trained with somebody whose business is called meta in motion which just means love in motion Mm. and so i started realizing that the connection that the people that i do body work for or massage for and me that it's really after all these years like 20 25 years i've had the same clients That it really is a relationship and there really is more going on here than just spiritual there's there's a huge part of it that is based in love
0: yeah yeah i I know you were sharing some of the research that you were reading about about the healing power of love i know with heart math i don't know if i i talk about heart math once in a while in my um health coaching classes or you know the work that i do and there's this heart brain connection so what's really cool about that is like for example you 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 think one of one meditation that they do you can look it on YouTube you think of a good thought you have your eyes closed and you think about this really happy thought and when I did it I know I shared it on the last podcast I think with you they had me hooked up to some electrodes and they saw that my my breathing changed my breathing heart rate changes. changed my and I was in a, like an alpha state like an up- Oh, you might want to turn your volume down, Ricky, just so you know. Okay, Okay. perfect. So in heart math, what they do is it's a brain and heart connection. And they ask you to think of a happy thought. And when they do that, your breathing changes. And when I was hooked up to electrodes, you could see my heart rhythm changed, and I almost was getting into an alpha state. And it was just very powerful, very good, very meditative. And the doctor was explaining that they were teaching this to help people lower their blood pressure, to help them with their body to boost up immune system. That's the study they're doing right now. So, I mean, and if you think about that, what are you doing when you're thinking about that happy thought? For me, my happy thought is about my dad and I going fishing, and it was this really loving event I had. It's love So it, I know that probably isn't the same but what you're talking about Ricky when you're talking about touching somebody and helping them with that energy But in some ways it is don't you think?
1: I think so. And I think also, you know, touching is a way that you demonstrate love. Like, if you naturally, you know, miss a friend for a while, the first thing you want to do is give them a hug. And that's touch, right? Um, And so, you know, when you think good thoughts about somebody, you know, there is that experience of touch. And it's not just humans. Like, I think it's, Uh, we also experienced it with animals. You Mm -hmm. know, animals that love each other, they're companion animal. Like, they always want to be touching each other. Or they, you know... I have a client that has two cats, and the cats take naps together. You know? And so... You know, like, there's something that's, like, really natural about touch. And I think during the you know, pandemic that we're, you know, still going through, like, we, people were deprived of that, Yes. and so, you know, right now is a time when, you know, it's almost a taboo topic, you know, to talk about, like, love as a massage therapist, you know, and, but there... They're, they're starting to actually, the medical industry and, uh, you know, uh, psychology is starting to look at what is the effects on the human body for experiencing love. And, you know, to, to go back to what you were talking about, so the, they've only been studying this for the last few years. This is not, um, it's an old topic. But it's also the science is is relatively recent. So what they're finding is, you know, at Yale University is that people who experience great love in their life have less blockage in their arteries of their hearts. This is not pseudoscience. This is actual real science. Mm-hmm. Um, And in Sweden, they're finding that to be true, that people that experience deep emotional relationships, whether they're, you know, with a partner or with family or with friends, they're having less coronary blockage in their arteries. And, you know, people that um, experience love from their partner um, develop less ulcers. And so they're finding out that this is actual medical, but for a long time, the medical industry did not want to go here. It's, it's, a, it's a hard topic to measure. It's a touchy subject. And, you know, what we're finding is that there's like real science, real benefits for not only our emotional body, but our physical body. Um, yeah. Some of the research is showing people that would be at high risk for heart disease if they're in a loving relationship.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're doing better. They're beating the odds.
0: Yeah. I, I everything you're saying, Ricky, is absolutely right. I, I'm, tr- I'm not being rude. I'm looking for the, the seven um, aspects of love. I know I, um, you and I were talking about that. And, and some of this that you're talking about really fits in with it. Talking about agape, talking about um, philia. The, there are these seven categories. You guys can look it up in psychology today. But it talks about the power of love. And it talks about, you know, even in community, where you're talking about when you were in community. Or when you're talking about learn this example of what people are in, at Yale University. That goes right with heart math. Heart math has so much. Heart math... Um, Institute in California has so much information